This official Star Wars account. What do they do now? Oh boy. Uh, well, first off, they keep interacting with Mac, and now Mac's married to them. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> like, she got, like, like, literally, they, this, like, this is the third time this week they responded to her tweets, and so she's like, are we married? And, like, the admin's like, yeah. <laughs> like, the Star Wars Twitter admin? I want them <laughs> to notice me, but I'm also like, they're gonna notice a really bad tweet. Oh, the Quinlan Voss article? Me, Quinlan Voss. This was five hours ago, and I have not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five hours, and you're still losing I'm still your mind. I'm still thinking. Oh my god, wait, you have to do the, um... Video for the TikTok. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've been I forgot I've been recording for a minute. <laughs> it's fine. This happened last time, I think. I am on the wrong app right now. Let me go over here. Okay. We're so distracted by the Star Wars Twitter account. <gasps> Star Wars Twitter account, please notice me, but preferably not one of my thirst tweets. I Watch think that would be like, funnier. It wouldn't <laughs> oh my god we're back oh my god <laughs> i think that the, oh why are there stars <laughs> i don't know what you're seeing stars disappear. <laughs> keep it that makes it even better so jealous i want one so bad if anyone's selling a thrushy for a reasonable I'm price like almost accidentally posted stuff to stories now because that's where the draft button used to be i don't have wait i don't think i do i no everyone has stories right uh i feel like some people still don't have them but most people do I don't know. I've not used to. I think giving me stories was a bad idea because now I just put unhinged stuff on there. Do I have stories? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I also love when you ask me to come up with a question and I have to come up with a question. Well, you're going to have to think of one really quick on the spot. <laughs> this is terrible. I just have Quinlan Bob brain <laughs> You had one. Singular job. I didn't do it. And that you'll think of a question right now. I don't know. We have to introduce ourselves. It's been almost four minutes. Hi, I'm Kels. <laughs> My pronouns are they, she. Uh, I on TikTok discount sounds a start. And Twitter, because I now use Twitter, which is probably a bad idea, because I'm just absolutely unhinged over there now. But Sansa Skywalkers, you can follow me if that's your jam, if you really <laughs> want to see my 
uh, Grand Inquisitor Thirst tweets. Oh. They're there. <laughs> I also have some good Vader Thirst tweets in there, too. Uh, as for the question... Uh, it's the talking if, really if, slow. If, if you could have any any cameo in Kenobi, who would it be? I think, uh, I think we all know who mine is. Um, <laughs> I would like to see... Quinlan Boss. <laughs> I did get a mention in episode three, so so we're hoping. I won. I won. Well, if they if they mention him, he's gonna show up in some sort of media. Yeah. So if I'm it's thinking, not Kenobi, if it's not if it's not Kenobi, I do have a good bet for Bad Batch or the New Fallen Order game. That's what I was thinking. That was my really long ramble. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. My name is Becca, my pronouns are she, her, and even though she is not with us in the Kenobi timeline, I would have to say Trilla Saduri because she is everything to me. At least her girlfriend's there, so. Reba, Reba's there. Listen. I need Trilla. I need Trilla in something, okay? (laughs) I have 13 minutes of cut scenes. <laughs> That's it. Don't say it. You're going to say something about Clone Boss. I was like, yeah, I have a singular episode. I mean, but, I do have a book. Yeah. But... He has a book. She has 13 minutes of cut scenes. <laughs> and, like, some, like, random playing dialogue and, like, that little vision part. But other than that, it's just 13 minutes of cut scenes. <laughs> There's not even a lot of fan fiction. Because <laughs> it's like shipping Cal and Trilla, which I am not, uh, like, I don't ship them. So obviously that very much narrows the fan fiction field for me. <laughs> I just have Thrushy just jamming. And Becca gets to stare at him and be jealous. <laughs> How rude. You know what? Wait, can you please wait. Wait. No, I'm wait. I'm really just reading what my friend is talking to me. I'm like, that's a lot. Wait. Wait. Repeat, repeat. Say that again. Apparently, this is just it. I don't know how much this this info is reliable or not, but one of my friends just said it was confirmed that we're getting flashbacks the ghost crew and the rebels show airy time era in the Ahsoka show and they're casting a young Ezra and young Sabine which means you're likely getting a Kanan in live action too. I don't know if I can <laughs> Wait, <laughs> confirmed by who? Battles? I don't know. I'm, I'm out here. We need, we need sources. What are the sources? That also means live action Zeb, and while I love that guy, Ugh. live action Zeb terrifies They're gonna me. do. I'm sorry, Ollie. I am sorry. I truly <laughs> believe. Lasats in live action just terrify me. I just think that Rebels should not be brought into live action. I like Rebels being its cute little animated thing. Because yeah. I'm really scared to see live action Thrawn. They I'm should just have Thrushy. I'm so- Ezra, running, Ezra running around with Thrushy. Thrushy is in the Ahsoka show. Confirmed by me. Oh my god. You know who else is in the Ahsoka show? Quillen Boss. 
confirmed by you. Me? Because <laughs> I said so. Even though canonically, Ahsoka and Quillman never met. <laughs> I feel like they like cross paths, though. Probably. Maybe Ahsoka at some point helped with the safe house thing. Yes. Exactly. They both know that they're alive and thriving as much as you can thrive. Wait, like, maybe she- No, I'm just- I'm thinking about Rebels, maybe because she was kind of, like, surprised about the Inquisitors, so I'm thinking maybe not. Maybe she didn't. Because she seemed a little bit surprised. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? I've decided that it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing- matters anymore it's fine <laughs> what are you doing you look very like focused on something <laughs> it's scrolling through twitter are you scrolling i'm trying to find anything for, like... you're scrolling through twitter while we're recording the podcast Me to be like, hey, this Quinlan thing happened. I'm like, I'm aware of things. Anyway, <laughs> what is our agenda? I have to look at the uh, agenda you texted me. You can again. The first thing is I... celebration, which is all you. Oh, oh just whatever you want to talk to, yes. whatever you want to talk about. I have Thrushy here with me. Uh, what would you like me to talk about? For celebration, a lot happened. Well, what panels did you go to? Okay, I got into the High Republic panel, which you again know like nothing about. Um, and so we got a sneak peek into Phase Two, and Mark Thompson appeared, and I cried when he did the Martian Row voice in front of me. And <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, I love, love Martian Row in a very normal way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you think I'm unbearable on Twitter now, just wait till I get my Martian content. That's gonna... Yeah, it's fine. Um, and then I got into the comics panel because a lot of my friends like comics, and so I went with them, even though I had no idea what was going on the whole time, but I was just hyped. Uh, there was a there was a Wedge reference, though. And one of the, co- one of the comics writers followed me back on Twitter. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're famous. Ethan Zags, if you see my thirst tweets, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I went into the Del Rey pit, not the one where they announced new stuff, but where they had, like, it was behind the scenes with Del Rey, so, like, Mike Chen, the guy who wrote Brotherhood, was there. And then Adam Christopher, I think that's his name, the guy who's writing Shadow of the Sith that's coming out later this month, everyone get it. Um, so we got, like, a little scoop of that, and we also got a little inner scoop of the uh, Pigeon Scoundrel, which I'm very excited about. It's coming out in August. Like, there's gonna be, like, apparently a bachelor party for Han that involves Ewoks. Oh. <laughs> and them getting drunk. <laughs> like, if Wedge is gonna be there, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Wedge reference. Wedge reference. Just want more wedge. Uh, those, yeah, those are the panels I got into. Because uh, I didn't get into any of the big ones, but it's fine. Um, 
I did, however. Okay, so back to Thursday. After the High Republic panel, because we went, we got free posters of, like, the big Fallen Star poster with everyone on it. So we went, me and my friend, Ari, um, Ari dot in dot space, by the way. <laughs> I need to plug everyone because, like, but um, we went downstairs to get our posters and we're standing in line and I'm just like, that's Mark Thompson in front of us. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Mark Thompson is the, one of the big narrators readers for the audiobooks like he does a lot of star wars ones like he did the Thrawn ones he does he's done the adult high republic books like he's done a lot if you've listened to any higher star wars audiobooks you've probably heard him so i'm just standing there like i am now after just freaking out of this man in a panel and standing behind him in line i don't know how i can talk to this man and <laughs> right at that moment so because emily and hayden my friends both got into the panel that morning. They got to go see, they got tickets to see the Kenobi premiere early. And Emily, who's a massive Rogue One stan, like the biggest Andor stan there is, who like enjoys Kenobi but wasn't hyped to see it early, was like, hey, do you want my ticket to go see Kenobi early with the cast? And like, of course, I'm standing in line behind Mark Thompson just like, sure. <laughs> This is a lot to take in. For like, so I have a freak out moment. We get our posters. I get the. I actually go get and meet and talk to Mark Thompson, and we like chat for like five minutes. And he takes a picture with me. And he was like the sweetest man. And I was like crying over him. It was fine. And then we go upstairs to go try and find Emily to get my like wristband so I can actually get into the the um the premiere early. And while we we walk into the exhibit hall, and suddenly there's just a ton of screaming. And we're just like, why is everyone screaming? What is happening? (laughs) We look over on stage. Who's on stage? Fucking Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) let me tell you, I don't run. I am not a runner. I am not agile. I fucking sprinted. Like, so fast that my wig was almost falling off my head. And me being my small little self was able to, like, wiggle my way through. So I was literally standing about ten feet away from, like, Hayden and Ewan during that interview. Like, when he did the, this is where the fun begins, Hayden, I was right there. I was also on the live stream. You can see my head right next to Ewan McGregor's leg. <laughs> and, like, yeah, uh, Hayden Christensen smiled at me, and I haven't functioned normally since. Wait, he smiled at you? He did! Oh my okay, god! Was, so if you look, there's, I mean, obviously, because everyone's made edits of, like, that entire video, that entire interview, but, like, there was this one time where, like, it was kind of like, he was talking, and people started chanting Hayden, like, over and over again, like, that part, and he looked back behind him and smiles, at, looked right at me. I was just like... Uh-huh. Like, I literally almost fell over, and Ari had to catch me and hold me up because I was like, Hayden Christensen just looked at me. I've been perceived. Like, yeah, it was, and all of that happened, like, in the span of, like, a half hour. And then the next thing I knew, I was inside the Kenobi premiere, and I saw the first two episodes early with a bunch of Star Wars fans, and that was, like, the best experience because. Obviously, we can now talk about it, but, like, that moment when, like, it went from Anna, you, bleh, sorry, 
Obi-Wan finding out that Anakin's alive and was like having that moment in the ship. It was just like, Anakin, and it jump cuts to Anakin opening his eyes. And the, I, when I tell you, I screamed so loud, I felt like I was gonna faint. Like, <laughs> like I literally just had to sit there lightheaded and looked at my friend, hey, and was like, I cannot move. I need to sit or else I will collapse to the ground. Like, it was, yeah. It was so great. Celebration was so fun. Like, the convention and organization of it was kind of chaotic, but just being with a bunch of people from, like, Star Wars TikTok and just Mm -hmm. hanging out with people and just, like, vibing and, like, being absolute fucking nerds for a whole week was the best. 10 out of 10 would recommend. (laughs) Doing it again in London. (laughs) I wish, but I... That's too much money. That's too much money for me. It's almost... I almost almost looked like... Flights-wise, it's almost cheaper than going to California. Well, if they have thrushies there... Please get me one. <laughs> I will. I'll get you a little drushy. Yeah. I also got a free poster for Kenobi, too. So, Ooh. like, the, the celebration exclusive one where it's Vader's, like, lightsaber, and Obi-Wan. It's, yeah. I'm like, I win. This is how I won. Someone sent me the Bad Batch poster from Celebration. <gasps> Dorian oh, from TikTok. I wanted that you. one. It's so, oh my god. The one, my one criticism is that Crosshair isn't on it. He's not. Right, he wasn't. Because I, I looked at it because uh, one of my friends on got, got in that panel. I looked at it. I was waiting to meet Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Oh my god. When I watched that trailer from the panel, I literally, I started like crying. No. Because yeah, obviously we didn't get in the Bad Batch panel, but we heard that it dropped. Like the trailer drops. So, I can't remember who I was with. No, it was me, Hey, and, uh, oh, not Ari. It was, Ari was in the panel. Lily, it was Lily. So, like, we walked out in the, the hallway, turned it on. We should have reported ourselves watching it for the first time, because it was just us screaming for two minutes straight. <laughs> like, like, as soon as Rex showed up, all of us just started singing, not singing, screaming, like, in sync, started and stopped. And I was just like, also, because we watched the shitty quality version first, we thought Cody was wolf. Oh my god. <laughs> because it looked like he had, like, the white eye. We're like, Lamb's a wolf, he's back. And I was like, all of my friends that obsess over wolf to, like, be freaking out over it. And I was really confused as to why no one was talking about it. Oh my it. god. Only for us to watch it again and be like, wait, that's not wolf, that's Cody. Wait. <laughs> It was a lot. Uh, but yeah, as soon as we watched the trailer and Omega Cosplayer walked right by and was like, did you just watch the Bad Batch trailer? Is that why you were screaming? We're like, yeah. She's like, I have free pins. Do you want them? And I got a crosshair pin from an Omega Cosplayer. What? Oh my god. Crosshair. Yeah. He's barely, he's in the trailer for like 0.5 seconds. Hey, he got off the platform and that's all I needed. But I want to know how. Off. Like, did they really actually, because like, I didn't. My they, boy's safe. They should Ish. honestly. If I was the Empire, I wouldn't have went back for him. I wouldn't go back for one person. No, he called. He called Cody, and Cody. He's just like, I need to pick me up. And Cody's like, Gotcha. But the batch took his bag. <laughs> Don't you remember that? Well, they maybe, took. Maybe they took his a compliment bag. On it. <laughs> <laughs> just had a compliment on it. They took his bag. <laughs> They're like, we don't trust you with this. We're taking it. You don't get any of your shit. You just get to stay here and swim. It's like when you take like a toy from a kid and put it on top of the refrigerator. It's like that. Well, then you're like me and 
I figured out how to climb onto the refrigerator because I was a menace, but it's fine. <laughs> I think Anakin would have done the same thing. <laughs> this is why we're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't play with this anymore. I gotta get bent. <laughs> Speaking of Anakin, how are you, how are you enjoying Kenobi? I love Kenobi. Episode same. three, I think, is my favorite so far, but what I liked about episode four was that it reminded me of JFO the whole time. I'm like, JFO is the blueprint. And in the scene where they're like, oh, like, no one's broken into it before. They'd be crazy to do that. And I'm like, um, Cal Kessis and Seer did that. So put some respect on their names. Yeah. JFO did it first. (laughs) My favorite thing that came out of episode four with all the memes about the Grand Inquisition being like, I was out for like three days. It flooded again. You're kidding. It, it flooded, flooded again. That's the, it's the second time it's flooded. <laughs> the underground water fortress is not a good plan. It that episode was really good though. The I don't who's I don't remember the name. Oh my oh no. You're freezing. Hold on. Oh no. Okay, wait. There you are. Can you hear me? Hi. I think. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you the whole time. I don't remember what I was saying. Um. <laughs> oh no. What I? Yeah, there was someone. What? Who's the actress that plays Leia, little Leia? Uh, Vivian Lyra Blair. She does a really good think... job. Oh my gosh! Yeah, her emoting, especially since she was like eight when they were doing that i'm like that's insane that you're able to display that much emotion at that young of age Mm -hmm. with that much control and i'm like this child is going places and no wonder she got the role yeah like she does such a great job she's one of the best child actors i've actually seen period because like she manages to like be carrie fisher but also have like her own take on it yeah. So it doesn't feel like an exact, but like it obviously you look at the shot like yeah that girl was about to be Carrie Fisher like, and I love it so much. And the more the fanboys hate on it, the more I love it because I'm just like you know what I'm just vibing over here like I'm just having a grand old time with my funky space people and like I got Vader just being like annoyed with everyone and it's. Great. Listen. When are they gonna have? When are they gonna have? Uh, Vader take his helmet off and actually show like Hayden's face. Like, what's the point of bringing him back? I'm like, let me tell you, Vader gets so much different when you know that Hayden is in that suit. Yeah. Like the the way that he moves, the way that he. I mean, obviously, it's like James Earl Jones talking, but like the way that he moves, it just screams Revenge of the Sith and against Skywalker. And I was like, Hayden is doing wonders in that suit. It's the same way that Pedro Pascal does wonders in the Mando suit. I can see that man emoting, even though he has a mask on. Like, no one's doing it like Hayden Christensen. And we all know, like, that suit's, like, super heavy. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's able to do that in that massive, heavy suit, like, that strut going into <laughs> Choke Reba, I was just like, you go! <laughs> like, I like when they show that side of Vader more. If that makes sense, like... because yeah, that's definitely a side of Vader we see in the comics. Because, like, what... I mean, again, as much as I love Rogue One, and as much as I do enjoy that hallway scene, 
it makes all everyone think that Vader's like the constantly violent man. Like, yes, is he angry all the time? Yeah, because he's always in pain because his suit's always hurting him because that's how it's made. But like, in all actuality, he's just like a depressed loser that just wants to stay at home all the time because when he's at home, he gets his back to take, and at least that way he gets like some relief. Mm-hmm. Some, but you know, as much relief as you get when you're burnt alive with like no limbs left. But like, he just. So anytime he has to leave his house, he's just annoyed. Like, people, like, Fimbor's like, why isn't he rampaging across the galaxy? I was like, dude, he just wants to nap and just be depressed. And, like, he doesn't, the only time he goes out of the house is because freaking Palpatine told him he has to do it. Like, like, yeah. So Vader comics are great because it actually, like, really shows how complex he is as a character and how he's more than just, like, killing people. So, like, there's courses of fanboys being like, why did he save Reva? Like, why didn't he just kill her right there? I'm like, because he still sees that she's useful. Like, yes, he could have killed her. But also he's like, hmm, you do intrigue me. I want to see where this goes. I'll probably kill you by the end. But I do want to see where you have planned and where this is going. Like, kind of thing. But, like, yeah, she's walking a thin line, but he's kind of letting her walk a thin line for a little longer. You get my drift? I really just went on a full Vader rant. <laughs> you know what? Good. Wait, I have a Vader, too. Where is I he? I have a, a Vader teddy bear. I also have my, my mom. Where is he? No, I, not it. I sleep every night with my little Sith Lords. I promise he's... He's, it's a little Vader that I got at the grocery store. <gasps> of grocery store Vader? Where is he? Love that. I can't find him. Well, rest in peace, grocery store he's Vader. In my, he's in my, my, I have a queen size bed, so it's sometimes <laughs> hard to find stuffed animals in here. I don't know where he is. But he's here. Yeah. I can't show uh, you him. He right is, now. he's taking a nap in <laughs> his back to tank. He's, no, okay, wait, have you seen that theory, well, not the theory, where, like, that each episode of Kenobi, like, is, like, an homage to, like, each episode of the Skywalker saga? Oh my god, no. Have you seen that? Okay, so, um, well, if you think, because, like, I kind of had that feeling, because, like, I was watching certain episodes, and, like, this kind of reflects, like, this episode, of, like, this movie. So, like, the first episode reflects the Phantom Menace in the way where, like, you see Luke pretending to pod race, kind of like Anakin, mm-hmm. and then... Like, Leia uses a decoy, like, Padme used a decoy, and obviously, like, they're on Tatooine for, like, a good chunk of it. Like, you're on Tatooine for a good chunk of the Phantom Menace. And then in episode two, it has a, like, that planet they were on had a lot of, like, the underworld Coruscant vibes in episode two with the whole chase scene. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, it, Obi-Wan is literally chasing a Skywalker through the streets again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, there's, and then there's a bunch of bounty hunters. And then there's a clone. And so, like, it was kind of all these, like, little references to episode two. And then, obviously, episode three, it was Obi-Wan versus Vader. And someone ended up being burnt alive again, which is very Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> and, then, and then this most recent one, it was, like, a homage to, like, New Hope because it's Obi-Wan saving Leia from an Empire Fortress. Because I was like, yes, this has this has Jedi. in a new hope when he was turning off like the energy shield where you distracted him with the sound off in the distance i was just like i see you deborah so if we keep going i have a feeling 
I might be wrong on betting on it, but I feel like episode five is when he might be able to actually finally reach Qui-Gon because he's now like fully confident in his force abilities yeah. now. Because obviously he came because the he started using the force in the second episode. The third episode, he was just absolutely terrified and like God's ass whooped because you, you know me too use the force is getting his lightsaber abilities back which means that he actually will actually be able to connect with Qui-Gon now and then that would kind of like mirror how Luke went to Yoda to train and like use the force Mm -hmm. a little and then I have a feeling episode 5 is going to end terribly as it I would assume because you need the cliffhanger for episode 6 and then like the rematch between Obi-Wan and Vader's episode six. That's my prediction. And Quinlan, if he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't, it's fine. He'll <laughs> show up mention. somewhere else. I got, I got my mention, and that's all I need. Well, I think he he is probably going to show up because... Yeah, Star Wars keeps now mentioning him, and I'm like, okay. And they, they literally tweeted somewhere. the article right at, like... <laughs> Oh, I found the Vader, by the way. <gasps> oh my god, I love him. He's so funky. <laughs> I know, he's so... He, His for some reason, this are like, so wild, I love him. It's so strange. <laughs> he has a big head and long legs. And a small torso. <laughs> yeah, he has a little cape, too. <laughs> that is the definition of a funky little guy. Uh, anyway, those are my Kenobi ramples. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything. I love Tala a lot. I really like her character. Uh, I really, ho- I, I really thought that they were gonna. Four was for the milf lovers. I thought they were gonna we kill were. her off. I really thought that she I was, was terrified. I was like, oh my god, don't kill off my girl. No, oh, she's good. Because there, she had a couple close calls. We had a couple close calls. But yeah, oh my god, I want her to survive the series. Because she's super intriguing. And, like, I loved that whole scene where she's like, you will address me as sir. I'm like, you go, girl. I you love go. I love that scene so a much. Sir dominance over this man. Like, that scene was everything to me. I'm like, Kenobi really is just it's full of power. Milf, it's for the MILF lovers. Full That's what it is. is. That was the first thing I tweeted after. I'm like, this episode is for the MILF lovers. <laughs> That's it. Because <laughs> we had Reva... Okay, I need spinny lightsabers. I need flying lightsabers. I need them to fly. I wish, honestly, I, I wish was, that they would. I was waiting. I was waiting for her to just start flying after that. Well, ship. I was like fly, fly. Trilla and the Nine Sister didn't have like flying lightsabers either. I'm like, then what? Like, like we have to make it consistent. There's either flying lightsabers and all the Inquisitors do it, or they don't. And I think they should because it's I'm funny. Thinking, okay, we need Quizzy to come back because. I mean, obviously, I, 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 I'm, wow, I'm doing great with words today. Can you tell? <laughs> anyway, uh, but when people were mad that he didn't come back in episode three, I'm like, they're not going to bring him back that quickly. Like, they're going to have us think he's dead. Oh, think definitely. Think forgot about him. And episode five is going to end with him being like, I'm back, bitches, and I'm pissed like, off. Like, he's definitely not dead there's Especially no way cause, yeah because there's that one interview that from rupert i always reference where he says that he uses his lightsaber to fly and he's super badass I'm like we haven't seen the guy fight yet um we haven't seen him fly i don't think we saw him flying rebels i don't think did we uh, 
I think that because I think that was the other the fifth brother and seventh sister we saw fly. But I don't think we saw him fly. So I just could see him like coming in just so mad and like Reba, I'm gonna like beat your ass. He kind he has a point. <laughs> he has a point to be a little mad, just a little bit. He's yeah. I mean, he did get stabbed. I don't. And then also found out his fortress got flooded again. I also would just want to mm. kill someone. All it takes is a desperate Jedi. It really does. All it takes is a desperate Jedi to flood an entire fortress <laughs> twice. Like, no wonder that man was just like, I'm ready to die in Rebels. He's like, I'm done. Just kill me. I've, I've dealt with enough shit in my life. The Empire is a mess. Oh my god. Like, yeah. I don't want to babysit the Inquisitors anymore. Just take me. Oh my god. I do freely believe that um, Vader knows that the, the Grand Inquisitors are still alive. He's making his own soap opera. Wait, can you, re- went- can you repeat what you said? You glitched out for like a couple seconds. Okay, so I'm convinced that Vader knows that the Grand Inquisitor is not dead. Oh, and yeah. And then Reba's lying to him. Because, one, he cut her off when she tried to say that he died. But he's just going along with it. Because he's like, if I just let all of these, like, Inquisitors fight for a position that isn't actually available, they'll do stuff faster. And then I have to do less work. And I get to watch the drama unfold where they, like, fight over this position. And then the Grand Inquisitor comes in like, psych, I'm still alive, you all suck. Vader just wants a reason to start drama. What did you say? You glitched again. He's making his own soap opera. He, he is. doesn't have his yeah. He's like, I don't have television, so I gotta make my own TV show now. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that if Trilla was there, the drama would be off the charts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is why it takes the Inquisitors so long to do anything because they're just constantly fighting with each other, so they can't get anything done. Because Trilla, the ninth sister. F- didn't fight from what obviously they didn't give us any of that content we didn't see them interact they kind of just what maybe they did fight because trello's been going after cal and then the ninth sister just randomly comes in on kashik and is like hey i'm gonna try <laughs> i would if i was trilla who's been going after cal for that long i've been so mad like why are you taking <laughs> my like, me, that's that's my boy like go away on your own like, I w- if I was Trilla, I'd be so mad. Oh my goodness. I can't hear Kals. I can't- I still- Oh, I can hear you now. Okay, you like froze for a bit. I was just saying, this is a perfect segue into Jedi Survivor, which is your realm. Oh my god. When I watched the trailer, I was- at a vegan pizza place eating vegan garlic nuts. Still laugh at me. So I, so I, I was like, I wasn't fully, I wasn't fully comprehending it. And I thought that it was quizzy in it, but it's not. It's uh, this like senator that looks like it, it's like from his species, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure, but I thought it was him. I'm like, wait a minute. What is it? He yeah, in another it, yeah, thing? Yeah. Uda Palin. Yeah. From and I was like, wasn't fully comprehending, but I'm like, Listen, where's the Mantis crew? Because it was just Cal. I mean, I think BD was there, but I did not... It was just that. Like, 
in the um, antagonist. They did not show the Mantis crew at all. They just showed the broken ship. I'm like, I swear to you, if something happened to the Mantis crew, or if something, because something's probably going to happen to them, because unless they were to come up with a third game, which I really don't know if they're going to do that. So if they just, if it, this is just, if this is the last one, second and last, they're probably going to kill off all these characters because we don't see them or hear about them in canon unless they're saving them to put them in something else. But that's not like, I mean, Cal Kestis maybe, but the, I really hope that they don't kill off the Mantis group. It's probably going to happen. And I really don't want it to happen. I also want to Trilla mention somehow, some way, even though it's like a five-year time job and they're over her. But I really, like, when I saw the broken Mantis ship, I was like, no. If so, and it was empty. I swear, because in this one, like, Cal's going to be put through, like, they basically say, yeah, he's going to go through a lot. I'm like, great. So it's just trauma after trauma. Like, it's going to be this, bad. This is, this is why he needs Quinlan Vaz to help him. Because <laughs> both, both of them have psychometry. And mm-hmm. they both were saving younglings. So, what a great team up. I say as if I know anything about Chilliful. <laughs> oh my god, you need. It's I so good. I don't have a gaming console. You can games. watch a playthrough of the game, and at least you'll know. Now you'll understand Trilla. See, this is it. You don't know anything, JFO. I don't know anything, High Republic. It's the balance between us. You also don't. Well, books in general. You just. Unless it's Thrawn. But outside of that, you just don't know anything. And I've read. Going on a ramble. I've, I've read a couple of non Thrawn Star Wars books. I've read Light of the Jedi, Resistance Reborn. Okay, that's a good a one. A New Dawn. That's also a good one. Um, trying to think. The Princess Leia book. Which one? There's. Uh, two. Pr- the Princess of Alderaan, Claudia okay. Gray. Okay, yeah. Um, There was another one. What was it? I'm drawing a blank. Wait. No, you should read Dark Disciple. Listen, I am currently reading a non- I've been reading some non-Star Wars books recently because I wanted to take a break. Because after reading all the Thrawn books, I was like, okay, I need a break. This was, That was a lot. But after- I bought Brotherhood last week at Barnes & Noble, so I'm probably going to read that next. I got a couple I, Legends books I want to read, but I've been trying to get through all the canon ones that I have first before I touch High Republic or my <laughs> Legends books. Yeah. Wait, have you read Ahsoka? Huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, I have read Ahsoka, too. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what was the one? Take my biggest Lex. What? There was, what was it called? <sighs> that, there's a lot. It's I could, a, it's, I could... I've only read the first book. I think there's a trilogy, but like, what is it called? Who, who is in it? I don't. Cinder's one of the characters. What's the <laughs> name of the book? Oh, after Yes. 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 Oh my god! I was like, I how do I remember a character from the book and not the title of the book? After I read. The Aftermath trilogy, well, when I tell you that trilogy changed my life. I need to get the other two books. I only I had the first af- one. I am an Aftermath stan, and, like, no one else has read them, or if they've read them, they hated them, and so it's just me and my little, like, we're all just screaming. I love the, the first book. About Aftermath. I love the first book. Oh, and they just get better after the first one. Like, the second one peaked. It's so good. It has Wedge. 
Nora, who's a fucking milf, and then we have Sinjir, who is like, I think my favorite queer character in all of Star Wars. I won't go fully into detail because I am doing a video of him for Facts Guys oh. Pride thing. <laughs> Literally like a month ago, I was like, okay, I'm claiming Sinjir. No one can no one can do him. He's mine. And he's like, okay. So <laughs> I'm already claiming characters like a month before he even like announced it. I'm um, fake. I didn't message him about doing a video. I did. I was like, but yeah, Sinjir's my best boy. We have Jazz, friggin' Zabrak, like a female Zabrak. Zabraks are so cool. I love them, and we need more Zabraks in Star Wars. Also, baby Snapwexley. What what more could you want from baby angsty teenage Snapwexley? Like, I've I've said, like, the Aftermath crew just is the ghost crew, but ten times more dysfunctional. <laughs> like, that's just, <laughs> that's just what they are. Uh-huh. They, they're just constantly bickering with each other, but they somehow get things done. And, like, and it works out. And then Wedge is just like, this is chaotic, but I do have a crush on your mom's nap. But I, I don't, actually. But I do. <laughs> And then Snap's just mad at him all the time for having a crush on his mom. I'm like, dude, your mom looks like that. I, I'm surprised not everyone has a crush on her. Because I have a crush on her. I'm just like Wedge. I have a crush on Nora Wexley. That was my really impromptu aftermath ramble. Because I just got really excited that you read <laughs> See, I've read, I've read some things. You still haven't read Dark Disciple or Lost Stars. I um, do have I, both. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, my one flex is that last week I managed to get, like, a large chunk of Star Wars Twitter to actually read Dark Disciple. <laughs> like, I had several people, like, be like, yeah, you just screamed about Quinlan Voss so much that I just had, I just went and did it. Like, literally, it was, like, a bunch of people. The rise in Dark like- Disciple purchases is because of Kels. <laughs> Gained a bunch of followers too because <laughs> everyone saw me posting about Quillen. Like I read, I read Dark Disciple. It's great because of you. And I was like, I'm an influencer. This is my influencer moment. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I should get start getting proceeds from Dark Disciple things. Christy Golden, we should split it because I did make your sales go higher. <laughs> You're the Dark Disciple PR person. <laughs> I need to start doing it with Lost Stars now, because that's actually my favorite Star Wars book. People are like, we're really surprised to hear that. I'm like, yeah, as much as I think about Dark Disciple, well, I love... No, it froze. Or Wait, it like froze. Not- Say that I- again. <laughs> oh no, it froze again. <laughs> Wait, it keeps freezing. That was great. Okay, wait, hold on. Because you're glitching a lot. Hold on, you're still glitching. <laughs> um, okay, try talking now. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Okay, it's good. We're happy, we love technical difficulties. What is the queer ascendancy without technical difficulties? It wouldn't be the queer ascendancy. <laughs> No, I really want it. 
but I think I also my one lost Arch Black is that I was the first ever Bane Cairo cosplay, and Claudia Gray heard about me. One of really? my friends told Claudia Gray that I was dressed as Bane, and I was already like in line to go see Kenobi, so I couldn't go see her. But like, and then when I met, I did meet her. I met her on Friday. And when I met her, I told her that I was a fan of Kyrell cosplay, and she got really excited. And I was like, aww. <laughs> that's out. Yeah. So, that's, I was the fan cosplay. Everyone thought I was Luke, but it's fine. That's what you get when you're a blonde in a Rebel Flight suit. <laughs> oh my god. Claudia Gray knew who I was, though, so that's all that matters. Claudia Gray knew. Claudia Gray knew. I'm trying to remember, what was it? what other books have I read? I've read a lot. What new books came out? Brotherhood came out. Did you read it? I haven't read it yet. I did. I did. I read it the week it came out. Why did I ask um, that? Of course you read it. <laughs> I was the one that wouldn't shut up about it. Good lord. I will yeah. read it after um, I'm I done. Not, I did not get an arc, but Brotherhood is the best written interpretation of Anakin's character to date. Mike Chen understands Anakin on a level that I do. And I was crying the entire time because I've never seen Anakin that well written before. There you go. I'm gonna read it. Nailed Obi-Wan. I swear, I'm gonna read like after I'm done reading the book I'm currently reading, I will read Brotherhood. Let's see. I read Duke Jedi Lost. Do I? I think I might have that. So Do good, I? by the way. Which which makes me really excited for uh, Tales of the Jedi with the Dooku arc. Like, Dooku, like, jumped up and one of my favorites is because of Dooku Jedi Lost. So good. Um, I read Catalyst and Rogue One back-to-back, but I feel like it's the way to do that. Um, I finally finished Thrawn Treason. <gasps> Yay! Did you like it? Yeah. Did it make you scream a little? But I did enjoy it. <laughs> Alright, when are you gonna read the Ascendancy books? I am waiting for the audiobook to come in through the library. For some reason, people all want to read it. So now I have to wait, like, 12 more weeks for it to be available. So, it's gotta be a hot second. In 12 weeks, Kels yeah. will get to read a, more about Arlani. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right after math. Resistance Reborn. Queen's Hope. Queen's Hope was super good. I haven't read any I of the read, Padme books. I read the fourth. You froze again. Oh no. You froze. I'm just gonna. I froze again. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I did a fun thing where I was going to read all the sequel books. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Rise of Skywalker audiobook had a long wait, and I'm still waiting for it. It's been, like, two months. And I'm like, great. But I will get to the Rise of Skywalker novelization eventually. Uh, I read Rebel Rising and Bloodline. Bloodline is so good. I heard it's good. Oh my gosh, it sets up the politics of the sequel trilogy so well. Like, 
feel like reading all of the sequel books has made me have a new appreciation for the sequel trilogy. So I'm like, yes, depth. Thank you. People who actually know what they're doing. So I'm really excited for Shadow of the Dead to come out in like two weeks. Like really exciting. It's going to be so good. Um, yeah. And then we're just waiting for phase two of High <laughs> Republic, which is until like November. It's fine. But yes, those are all my books that I read since the last time. I did reread Dark Disciple. Of course. Fine. But yes. That's my reading update. You are now caught up. <laughs> well, I'm fi- I'm glad you finished The Throne. I did finish Throne. It's important to me as a Throne stan. could not tell you what happened, but I did finish it. Um... Wait, so now that you've read the all three, which book was your favorite? I, th- I still think it's the first one. Granted, it's been a while and I've read a lot, but I feel like the first one is still my favorite. Yes. Uh, I will say, the second one was in- was very interesting. At first, I didn't like it, but then I grew then I grew a little soft spot for it, because I love all the Thrawn's interactions with Anakin and Padme. Polycule! Yes, they are a polycule. All I'll say is, without saying spoilers, um, I don't remember which Thrawn Ascendancy book it is, but one of the Thrawn Ascendancy books connects to, um, alliances. In a very, like, cute, small way. I love that for me. So you'll you'll find out when you finally I don't remember which book it is. So all the all um Chistwit <laughs> listening Chistwit listening is so mad at me right now. Like you should know this. Listen, I don't even remember all the names of the Chiss in the books because I can't Meanwhile, do that. There's Mac, who's like the CEO of like the Thrawn. She even she's like, I couldn't tell you what happens in each book. <laughs> like I was like, thank you, Thrawn Treason. Couldn't tell you what the plot is. Read it. Loved it. Couldn't tell you what happened. Listen, Thrawn, in Thrawn, Thrawn Trees in summary, Thrawn is doing his best, even though the Empire literally hates him. Thrawn is doing his best. He lies there. Uh, Krennic's little boy toys just caught in trouble. Oh my god, that whole, I was like, this is weird. This is so weird to read. This, this, this is so, he's just like, Krennic is the best. I'm like, you were definitely one of Krennic's little goonies because you were acting just like that, man. Wait, so you read Good Day, Lieutenant Vanto? Were you just as upset as everyone else was? Guys, I made Ugh. a TikTok about it. I was so obsessed and I made a TikTok about it. Like, Thrawn. Thrawn, sir. Eli was just, like, so prepared. He's like, good day, Lieutenant. Bye. Like, Eli's so like, many let times. Let me have a life crisis. The entire book, Eli was thinking about Thrawn. Hoping that Thrawn was gonna talk to him. Like, the entire book. Like, how gayer can you be? Like... And then Thrawn's just like, bye. We didn't even get them saying goodbye. No! Eli's like, he didn't come to see me. That's so sad. I'm gonna go be sad over here. And I'm like, but I think Thrawn... He's a little gay man. I... I... I think Thrawn just loves Eli so much, so he doesn't think that Eli needs the validation or anything. He also is just terrible at reading body language like that. Like, he's he's good at reading body language, but he also misses the super obvious emotional thing about yeah. body language. So he's like, he, so he doesn't catch on to that. 
but he could still, like, read your entire body language, but still emotionally? No idea. <laughs> Which felt that. All I see is Maul. Yes. I have a little Maul collection, because we're growing. Plus, Max says I need to buy every Maul plushie I see. So... Get the army of malls. <laughs> the army of malls. He's my little scruggly guy that actually has merch. So it's limited, but it's still there. Mop. We we have an episode titled Mall Capitalism for a reason. I am contributing to Mall Capitalism. <laughs> I am the sole contributor, and I will continue to contribute until there's no more Mall Capitalism left. <laughs> you will buy out mom capitalism I will buy out mom capitalism but then when Quinlan capitalism comes out I will be the CEO of Quinlan capitalism <laughs> there's no merch for him and it sucks which is why he gets to be in something so people will make merch for him so I can buy it the Maybe only merch Quinlan I have is a, it's a custom Quinlan Vos merge because all I have now is a custom sweatshirt that I had made for me because that's how desperate I was. Holding out for the Quinlan Vos Legacy Saber at Disney. Holding out. They have plans to make one. They should actually make it. And then he needs to make an appearance somewhere so I can get a Funko Pop. It's happening. Quinlan, Quinlan Nation. Show, he has to show up in something. Quin, Quinlan Nation, our time is coming. I feel like I'm the sole member of Quinlan Nation, but <laughs> the sole contributor of Quinlan Vossi. The sole Nation. There's, there's people balance. out there. They're on there's Stan ba- Twitter. There's Balance Nation. There's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna soon create Quinlan Nation in the way that hated built Balance Nation. I will create Quinlan Nation. This is how I win. <laughs> Honestly, in, in that episode of Kenobi where they say Quinlan, I thought of you immediately. The way that I had so many people checking in on me, like, hey, have you watched the episode? You saw a lot. I'm like, what happens? What happens? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, that happened. <laughs> and it's so random. They just picked Quinlan. <laughs> Quinlan was, I was like, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. So, yeah, I had an entire section of Star Wars TikTok, Star Wars Twitter, Star Wars Instagram, just all flooding in to check it on my well-being. That's how you know you've made it. That's how you know. But, yeah, I'm winning the Glepshido pool. My Glepshido has been mentioned twice by Star Wars this month. Happy Pride Month to me. (laughs) You know how Jess um, does Cody Watch? You need to start doing Quinlan I thought about that. I was like, I might steal that, but I also feel like I should have started doing it earlier when episode three happened. But I might I might catch up because well, now Emily's, Emily's doing it. Yeah. Sakura Watch, or I'm like, I might just do a Quinlan Watch and then a Wedge Watch on top of just put them both together. Welcome, welcome to Quinlan and Wedge Watch. Let me tell you if either of them showed up. We have a mention of Quinlan. Wedge, he's currently a 12-year-old on Corellia right now. Oh my god, when those rebel ships showed up in episode 4, I literally was like, Wedge! I'm like, there's no way. 
he joins the rebellion. I know full well when that boy joins the rebellion, and yet my brain was like, yeah, it's him. <laughs> Give it a good, like, seven or eight years, and then he'll be there. I'm holding out for a Wedge cameo in, like, season two of Andrew, though. Two or three. Oh, definitely. It won't, it, it won't happen in season one, because this is, that's pre-Wedge joining the rebellion. But, if they're going to do rebellion stuff, you gotta have my little Wedge boy in there. Uh. Wedge capitalism. Wedge <laughs> I've also contributed to that, because I have a Wedge butt bust that I found at Celebration that I did not realize there's only, like, 300 of them in the world. And I was like, that should have been more expensive than what I bought it for. But I'm not complaining. Oh my god. I am one of 300 people with a wedge wedge bust. Mm. And then I have his I have his little Funko Pop. And then I have his little action figure. And then I need to get his Black Series helmet when I have money again. I also have an exclusive Quinlan figure. That is the one Quinlan merch that I do have. I'm sure you've seen him just appear in all my TikTok videos. I have a Thrawn figure. Or the Black Series one? Yeah, and I have a Lego yeah. Thrawn. <gasps> we love Lego Thrawn. He's so small. He's just a small little guy. He even comes with the blaster. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see right now, Kalos is putting their hand over their mouth. Needed a moment. See, do you see why I need Thrushy? I need to have my Thrawn collection. Yeah, like Jess's little Thrawn collection. Their little scruggly Thrawn collection with the Thrushy, the Thrunko, and then Peepaw. I need, I need the Funko Pop. So okay, that, that thing is so expensive I though. Know. It's so limited. They need to just make it again. They need to make a Kenobi Quizzy Pop because well, if the th one Quizzy Pop that they have around also expensive. Yeah. Well, if they they probably will because they're gonna come out with like Kenobi stuff. And I know. since Thrawn will probably most likely be in Ahsoka, I'm not saying I support I mean, he, it. He, he, hey, you're, you're gonna get a Thrawn Funko. Pop There's gonna be a Thrawn Funko Pop, and I will take live action Thrawn if I have to. I mean, he'll still be cute in Funko form, because, like, they all kind of still look the same, yeah. whether or not they're animated or live action, because it's a Funko. He's waving his arm. Oh, Thrawn. <laughs> oh, no. Kel's froze again. You froze. I was looking at the fun little quiz that you sent me. Oh. It's like, which Star Wars hero are you? I mean, we all know I'm a villain fucker. But well, we have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. You don't know. No. Do we want to take the quiz now? Yeah, let's do it now. So, I found... This quiz on the official StarWars.com website, and it's which Star Wars hero are you? We're gonna go back and forth reading the questions and answers and stuff. I'll go first. Pick a even though we all know I'm a villain fucker. We but. will see. Pick a favorite film genre: horror, western, musical, or comedy. Um, where is musical. where is coming of age? <laughs> where is coming of age? <laughs> 
musicals. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna pick musical, I guess, because I don't, I don't know. Mine is literally like coming of age movies, indie, <laughs> drama. Question number two: Who is the scariest Star Wars villain? Palpatine, Kylo, Vader. Terrifying. Well, oh, this of, is Maul Erasure. None of them. But also, none of them are terrifying. None of them are terrifying, but I'll just say Palps because he's the one I want to punch in the face the most. Yeah. If you could travel to the galaxy far, far away, where would you go first? Tatooine, Batu, <laughs> Taco. Wait, can you pronounce that, please? <laughs> Takudala. Navarro. This is Naboo Erasure. I don't want to go to any to any of these places. Uh, I go to Batu because at least they have a nice little pub over there, and it's by the Chiz Ascendancy. Maybe Thrawn will find. Oh it. yeah! Oh my! Wait, sold, <laughs> sold. <laughs> Pick a music genre: classical, rock, punk, country. Rock. Punk, let's go. I'm picking rock. If you had a lightsaber, what color would the blade be? Blue, green, purple, yellow. Yellow for me. I yellow is my favorite. Other than it's pink. Red, red erasure. Good. <laughs> eh. Uh, eh. I'll go green because it's my favorite color. Why not? Anyway, what's your greatest strength? Oh God. Fortitude, brawn, patience, mindfulness. Literally none of those. Wait. I am. I am none. I don't. <laughs> My brain is forgetting what fortitude means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Wait, I need to look it up because I want to pick the right one. It's important to me. Define. Well, like, if I don't know what it is, I don't have it. Define fortitude. Courage in pain or adversity. Um. <laughs> what about? No. Absolutely not. Uh, what about brawn? Mind, mind, mindfulness? Question mark. Brawn, phys- physical strength. Nope. <laughs> I don't have patience. I mean, mindfulness. I'm aware of stuff. That's that's what I said. I was like, sure. I'm aware of my problems. Sort of. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. What quote best represents you? Laugh it up, fuzzball. Wars not make one great. You can't stop the change any more than you can't stop the sun from setting. I'm in charge now. Fasma, I'm in charge. I am in charge. I think I'm gonna yes. pick Laugh It Up Fuzzball. <laughs> if you could team up with a Star Wars character for an adventure, who would you choose? R2D2, Chewbacca, BB8, Grogu. BB8. And if BD1 was an answer, it would be BD1 because he's my favorite. Uh, he's my favorite droid, other than BB8. Chewie. I feel like we would just. I love it's like. What's your biggest flaw? And it's Anakin Skywalker is the picture. <laughs> it's Anakin. What, what would you name as your biggest flaw? <laughs> Wait. Probably not caring too much. Reluctance to join group activities. Me. Hatred of sand. Fear. I'm like, these are just Hatred of sand. <laughs> um... Reluctance to join group activities? Caring too much. That felt like a call out. (laughs) Okay. Your turn to read the final question. Even though, wait, no. I accidentally read your question, so you read my question, and then I'll read the answers to make it fair. Oh, okay. 
If you discovered you could use the forest, what would you do first? Lift some rocks, try a Jedi mind trick, build a lightsaber, levitate. I would levitate myself. Um, honestly, Jedi mind trick. What? Why did I get this? Me too! Me too! is currently doing a dance. I think this is when we know we have no we don't know what to talk about anymore. I'm also just thinking about how hot Riva is right now. She could choke me any day. I didn't know that this is what was gonna happen in the podcast. <laughs> I didn't know that's that's that was what was happening here today. It's me. I'm also known as the fun little asexual, like, whore that just kind of runs around. You've seen what my private Twitter looks like. It's a mess. You can't. I am the one that posted the Quizzy Thirst tweets, and then the universe had to interfere, and that's when they gave me the Quinlan reference. Like, we we gotta get them to stop talking about this. Here, Quinlan! (laughs) It worked. I stopped posting them. For a little bit. I, I, I am posting them again, but you know. Oh, Quizzy. He's gonna show up, uh, he's gonna show up on Wednesday, I'm telling you. He's gonna show up all pissed off. And him and Reaver are gonna fight. 
Oh, yeah. Him and Reba are going to have the, 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 like, am I excited for the Obi-Annie fight? Yes. But the real fight is going to be the bunch of helicopter sailors going at each other. That's what I want. Well, I'm curious as to what's oh. going to happen with her, because I just have a feeling. I don't think she's going to make it. No. I was hoping, I had hope, but I was like, once she stabbed him in episode two, I'm like, nope, she's a goner. She's pissed off enough. Fifth brother's waiting for his chance to stab her. He's going to, like, Quiz is going to come back, and everyone's going to realize that she tried to kill him. And then everyone's gonna be like, yep, you're done. She's already on Vader's, like, you're on a thin line here. So if you screw up one more time, you're... So, it's not looking great for her, which makes me sad. Plus, she's also a new character, and everyone else is, like, determined to make it out of the series. Because, you know, they appear in other things. Mm-hmm. So... Holding out for Tala, too. I need her to live. I'm so, like, I was so nervous for her well-being. Uh, I was like, not my girl, boss. Not my girl, boss. I love her. Yeah. She needs to make it for my well-being. Reva's already screwed. So I just, I just need one of them to make it out. Just one of them. Both <laughs> is a little too much to wish for, but if I can get one to make it out of the show, I'll be okay. We need Quim and Voss to survive the show, too. <laughs> I need- oh my god, that's the one thing I'm like, if Quim and Voss shows up, <laughs> he's getting murked, and I don't know if I can handle that. I don't think I can handle that. Maybe we in don't want capacity. him to show up in anything. That's where I'm like, do we just not have him show up in anything? Because then that means he's living. And happy, maybe. I don't- I don't- <laughs> Happy! I haven't read the book yet! <laughs> It's not just that. He also lost, like, his Padawan, Ayla. Mm-hmm. Um, who he raised from when she was a small child and was essentially her father and then felt her die. And I'm like, I don't think he's thriving in any capacity. He also lost the Jedi Order, and that was the way that he was going to, like, pay things back to Vendress, like, on honor her by being a Jedi and, like, doing good. And then he lost all the Jedi, and I'm like, <laughs> he's doing great. He's gonna be depressed if he shows up in Kenobi. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle depressed Quinlan. Yeah. He probably needs a lot of therapy. I think all of them need therapy. Like, they all, they all need, they need a group therapy session. Obi-Wan needs some coping skills. And- oh, <laughs> Obi-Wan needs a lot of coping. At least he's doing better. At least Leia helped him find the Force again, so that way, like, we get to, it makes more sense how we got from Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan to, like, Alec Guinness. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan, like, this is the bridge between that, now it makes sense. He's like, oh, now he's, like, actually zen and, like, calm and able to, like, become a wise old man instead of just this stressed, depressed hermit. (laughs) Yeah. So, but you know. I'm now just rambling. And playing with another Maul plush. And, and Maul is waving his lightsaber very excitedly. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Anyways, Stan Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Nation will rise. That's all I have to say. Um... Tala better live, or I'll be mad. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 
That was a great ending. Good. That's it. We're on the same page. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. We're glad to be back. Happy Pride Month. I know you're probably wondering. Happy Pride Month. Why is this episode not more gay than it usually is? It's because we're going to do a Pride episode. We don't know when yet. We're also trying to catch up from everything that we missed. (laughs) We don't know when we're going to... But it's going to happen. The next episode is going to be a Pride episode. Hopefully we can film it during Pride Month. (laughs) That would be great. We're still in the first half. We're good. We got time. We're just... It's a process. We're getting it together. But happy Pride Month. (laughs) Thrushy again. Because he's gay, and so is Maul, but... He's gay. The fanboys are not ready for that. Maul is gay. He is. That's it. That's the the episode title. Maul is gay. Maul is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Obi Quinsage is a polycule. There you go. (laughs) My gosh, that's a lot. Obi Quinsage. Hey. That's a name. I made a ship name, and I'm proud of it. It works. That's it actually a name. Flows. That name is jam-packed. <laughs> hey, it's got some big, big names in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like we're just trying to do, say some random things until we finish the episode. So... <laughs> I'm gonna end it here, so thank you guys so much for listening. I know I already did the outro, like, five times, but thank you for listening. I'm gonna end it here. Um, We don't have any intro or outro. This is why we're not functional. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and, you know, it's Queer Ascendancy. Um, Everything will be in the description. Thanks for listening. We will... We'll see you next time. Bye!